the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm Tony Petty sitting in for the good doc today. It's Theological Thursday. Ready to talk about it? Let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I am Tony Penny, assistant producer, sitting in for Dr. Anderson today, who's traveling. If you joined us yesterday, you know that Dr. Anderson was in Colorado visiting the folks at Focus on the Family, where he did an interview that's going to be aired sometime later, probably early part of next year. But he will be back tomorrow for Open Phone in Friday. Now, if you're new to the show, or maybe if you've been around for a while, this is how we roll. And if you've been around for a while, you can say it with me. we got Marriage Monday. Tough Topic Tuesday, Wisdom Wednesday, Theological Thursday, that's today, and Open Phone In Friday. Anything you want to talk about on Friday is fair game. It's all about you. But today is Theological Thursday. Before we get into the topic today, and we, I introduce our guest, who some of you may be able to see right now on Facebook or YouTube, we're going to take just a moment, pause for some prayer, and then we'll get right to it, all right? Let's pray, and if you're driving, make sure you keep those eyes open. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for waking us this morning. Thank you for uh, having us in our right mind. And we ask, Lord, that you be with us over the next hour as we talk about the things of God, the things of you. Give us wisdom, discernment, and guidance, Lord. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, again, it's Theological Thursday, so we always talk about something a little theological. Today's no different. Today we're talking about the theology of submission to the government, to governing authority. We're going to be talking with our very own Pastor Sandy Pope in just a few minutes. My question to you is this. What does it mean to submit to government authorities? Now, there's a lot in that question. What does it mean to submit? Who exactly are the governing authorities? And is it ever biblical to rebel against the government, to disobey the government? We're going to talk about that with Pastor Sandy Pope. We also want to hear from you. This is a call-in talk show, so it's important that we hear from you. 888-432-7434 is the number. 888-432-7434. If you have trouble remembering that while you're driving, maybe, or uh, at home, just remember 888-43-BRIDGE. You can also go to our Facebook and YouTube pages. Leave us a comment or a question there. We'll be monitoring that throughout the show. We'd love to hear from you. But joining us today is Pastor Sandy Pope. Pastor Pope has been walking with the Lord since February 22nd, 1998. She's been attending Bridgeway Community Church since 2004. Most recently, uh, in January of this year, 
Sandy made history by becoming the first female pastor at Bridgeway Community Church. Professionally, she works in government contracting as a program director, providing agile software development for projects in the federal government. She got her bachelor's degree in psychology from Towson University, my alma mater. Go Tigers. And she's currently in the process of expanding her Christian studies, pursuing a master's in divinity and Christian apologetics from Capitol Seminary and Graduate School. Pastor Sandy Pope, welcome to Real Talk, or welcome back, I should say. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited about today's topic. It should be a rich discussion. Oh, yeah. It's definitely going to be a good one, especially with everything that's going on these days. 2020 is unlike anything we've seen in the past, isn't it? And it's not over yet. It's not over yet. And <laughs> and should we have expected this election to go any differently than 2020 has already gone? You know, yeah. Um, it, it has. It has been so interesting. But so exciting, it's like reality television. Well, funny you should say that. Funny you should mention that, because the person sitting in the White House right now is a former reality TV star. I wonder if that's a coincidence. I wonder. I wonder. I don't think this could even be scripted. This is, this is just, um, it's, it's so amazing. But at the same time, um, those people who are working in those different polling offices who are not even taking breaks, but mm. just continuing to make sure that every single vote gets counted. We need to keep those people lifted up and pray for them, pray for their endurance, their stamina throughout this whole process. Absolutely. They're the real MVPs of this whole election. They are the real MVPs. They are the heroes of this whole thing because some of them, many of them uh, across the country have been working hours and hours and hours on end. Uh, and they're going to continue to keep working in some of these key states. We still have about six states left uh, that are going to be the, the states that decide the election and who's going to be in authority come uh, maybe next week or maybe next January. We'll have to see. Uh, they are doing a tremendous job under a tremendous amount of pressure. Uh, we just heard, uh, I believe it was the uh, Nevada election commission person talking a little while ago about the fact that you know they're they're concerned for safety as well their own safety uh so they're working with law enforcement to make sure that the building where they are is secure we've already seen folks show up to some of these places with guns uh chanting you know for the president and against fox news and everything like that stop the count stop the you know all of this kind of stuff so these folks are are you know 2020 has been one of those years where the, the people who uh, we sort of almost take for granted have been elevated, you know, yeah. to to a, a place of prominence in our society and in our culture, whether it's teachers or grocery store workers, first responders, poll workers, what have you. They have really kind of come to the forefront uh, during 2020. They might end up being Time Magazine's persons of the year. I don't know. Absolutely. And they, they deserve, deserve it. it. They deserve it. Absolutely. They sure do. Well, we're going to be talking uh, about submission to government authorities today, a Theological Thursday here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Specifically, what does it mean to submit to government authorities? What does it mean to submit? Who are the government authorities? Is there any kind of distinction that's made there when we look in Scripture? Uh, and is it ever biblical to rebel against the government, to disobey the government? If you are a follower of Christ and you believe the Word of God, that is the Bible, and what it says in verses like Roman, Romans 13, 1 through 10, for example, if you believe that, 
Are you then allowed to disobey the law, to break the law, civil disobedience, uh, to rebel against the governing authorities that are that are over you? I don't know. We'll talk about it. We've got Pastor Sandy Pope here. Um, Pastor Pope, I want to read for you, if you don't mind, just a little bit of Romans 13 before we go to a commercial break here, uh, just to give some context. It says, Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there's no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. And those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Then do what is right, and you will be commended. For the one in authority is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid. For rulers do not bear the sword for no reason. They are God's servants, agents of wrath to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. Therefore, it's necessary to submit to the authorities not only because of possible punishment, but also as a matter of conscience. This is also why you pay taxes. Uh Uh-oh. For the authorities are God's servants who give their full time to governing. Give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. That's God's word, Romans 13, verses 1 through 7. We are going to try to unpack that today. On Theological Thursday, my guest is Pastor Sandy Pope. We're going to be back in just a few minutes. We want to hear from you, too. 888-432-7434. Don't go anywhere. listened to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Looking to hire quality people for your company? You need skilled, screened, and serious candidates who are ready to serve your mission and vision on day one, right? I know just the recruiting consulting firm that can help you. It's Concept IQ. Dr. Anderson has known the president, Mark Weissman, for years, and he will work with your company to get you the most qualified labor force you need. Whether accounting, administrative, finance, IT, medical, retail, government contracting, or more, Mark will work with you to fit your company's needs. If you're looking for work or looking for good workers, contact Mr. Mark Wiseman today at 877-472-9001. See how Concept IQ Consulting can help grow your business with the qualified talent you need. Again, call 877 877- 472-9001 or check them out online at conceptiqconsulting.com 
Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass, and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? <laughs> Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel, and make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson sent you. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're back. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm Tony Penny, assistant producer, sitting in today for the good doc who is on his way back home from Colorado. He will be back tomorrow for Open Phone in Friday, but today is Theological Thursday. We're talking about the theology of submission to the government, to governing authorities, with Pastor Sandy Pope from Bridgeway Community Church. Pastor Pope, uh, before we went to the break, I read uh, Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through 7. Um, what does that mean? Well, you know, the book of Romans, I, I think, is one of my favorite books of the Bible, first of all. Um, but I think before you look at uh, what that particular particular passage means, um, you have to look at the whole reason why the book of Romans was written and who it was written to um, and who wrote it. Of course, we know the Apostle Paul wrote the book of Romans. It was written approximately um, around 57 A.D. There's there's a, a little speculation um, in, in the time frame, um, some people put a little fur further off. Uh, but Paul is writing this book to uh, Christians who are living in Rome. And uh, so it's important to understand all of that. Um, it's also important to understand the type of government those folks were living under. Did, uh, they, have, he, did they have a nice government in Rome there when, when Paul was writing? <laughs> it was not nice. No. They did not have a, a nice government. They lived under uh, the rule of an emperor who had absolute power to do uh, whatever he wanted to do. And usually that emperor came into being because of something that happened to the previous emperor, which was usually not them dying of natural causes. Mm. So, uh, so they lived under um, a, a, an authoritarian type of government. Uh, and so uh, Paul is writing under the guise of all of those things happening. Uh, but in light of all of that, what Paul is saying to believers in Jesus Christ who are living in Rome is to, to put oneself under the attitude of, of submission. 
um, and to, to live humbly and submissive in the midst of uh, the, host the, the hostility under uh, rulers who may be godless, um, who may be uh, uh, slandering society, um, to, to be a person of peace, even in that situation. Uh, one of the things is because it would bring glory to God, uh, but also because I think Paul understood that uh, it would also keep them safe as well. Mm, okay. So then does that mean that as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus Christ, that you can never rebel against a tyrannical government or a corrupt leader such as uh, Nero in Rome when Paul was writing? Does that mean you can't come against them? You can't speak against them? Uh, what does that mean in terms of submission? And so, you know, I think when we submit, we're submitting to the government as we're submitting to God. And I think where things kind of get out of hand is when we start doing things in our own volition. Um, maybe our motivation is one that outwardly looks like we're, we're standing up uh, for something that's godly, but really it's something perhaps in our own self-righteousness, something that we think should be right. But should we, should we say something if, um, you know, if God is leading us to stand on a particular principle, I think we do have to speak up specific, specifically, as it says in Proverbs 31, to speak up for those um, who can't speak for themselves. You know, um, there are examples in scripture where people did stand up against governments. Um, you look at uh, Daniel. And uh, Daniel 6, um, when um, Daniel was in the lion's den because uh, he refused not to give up praying for 30 days. Um, and so uh, he, he made a, even though it was a, a humble uh, violation of the government, um, he was still thrown into a lion's den because of that. Of course, he was rescued. Um, you look at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, um, who would not bow down to uh, the statue that Nebuchadnezzar built, mm -hmm. um, and they were thrown into a fiery furnace. Of course, they were rescued from that as well. Um, you look at John the Baptist uh, in John chapter 3, who, who spoke out uh, against Herod, who was um, a governor of Galilee, um, and John the Baptist was uh, killed because of that. Uh, but th there are many instances in Scripture um, where people have done the will of God, not on their own volition, and not to say, look what I'm doing, um, and, and not even for any type of vainglory. We're standing on the word of God. I think the Apostle Paul is an example of that. He was thrown into jail. He talks about um, what he suffered for preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, not so the name that Paul of Paul would be known, but so that the name of Christ would be known. And so I, I think there is a difference uh, when, uh, when you have a conflict with the government um, and it, it puts you in a position, uh, are you going to stand for Christ or are you going to stand for this government? But in standing for Christ, are you standing for Christ to glorify him or is it in your own volition? A, a lot of times, a lot of folks say that they're, they're being... Um, uh, persecuted um, when actually uh, they're not. They're, they may not even be being harassed. 
Um, but th there is this stand that people take sometimes. And I think each one of us really examine ourselves and we're taking a stand for something. Um, is it because you or um, is it just how we feel about something personally? Right. And I think we can even pray to God. Okay, Lord, I want to take a stand for this. How would you have me do that? He might not say disobey the government. He might show you a different way to do it, mm. which honors him. Okay. 888-432-7434. That's our number if you want to get in on the conversation this Theological Thursday. We're talking about the theology of submission to the government, to governing authorities. Pastor Sandy, let's go to the phones real quick and speak with Carlton out of Woodbridge, Virginia. He's been holding on for a little bit. Carlton, welcome to the show. Hey, how y'all doing today? Better than I deserve. All right. Yeah, to address this real quick, um, you know, she, the pastor already used a lot of examples. And one of the one of the problems with this is that believers don't really know their position of authority. And Jesus gave us that example the, the authority that we have as believers and the authority of the world. An example of that, of course, is Jesus and Pilate. Uh, he came, he, was, he knew what they were going to do. He knew what that government was going to do, that they were going to crucify him. But he said, you know, the question came about his authority to do what he was going to do. And Jesus clearly told him the only authority he had was the authority given to him. Opposition of authority is above the authority of the world as, ch as children of God, and most of us don't understand that. And what happens is, and the problem comes in, is that he made it clear, too, where he said, render unto Caesar what Caesar unto God was God, because, again, we are of a different world, a different system, in a different world, in a different system. And our authority is intended, and all authority of God is intended to bless and not to curse. So God's intent for all authority is to bless and to rule well. But we know that people, because of sin and evil, are not going to do that and follow the instructions or the rules or, or the, the Bible instructions, uh, especially those who don't believe. So we have a conflict, and a lot of times the conflict comes in is not knowing who we are in Christ and our authority in this world and what the intent of authority is in the world as believers in Christ. Pastor Sandy, how do we how do we reconcile that conflict? How do we deal with the with who we are in position, uh, the, the authority that Jesus has given us versus the authority over us in government. So, you know, we, uh, I think Carlton brought a, a lot of really good points, um, but we have to, um, whatever we do, we have to do it to the glory of God as we are serving God and not men. And I, I think that that is the difference. Um, and understanding our authority, um, the authority that we have in, in Christ, again, is not for our own glory, um, but it is really to glorify God. Um, and a lot of that is placing our faith and trust in him uh, when those difficult situations arise where we uh, feel led to make a stand. Uh, but as Carlton mentioned, this world is not our own. And sometimes I think that's what we forget is that, um, that, you know, Jesus is coming back again someday. Um, I, you know, I always uh, joke that uh, some Christians probably would be mad if Jesus came back because they become so accustomed to being in this world and being a part of the things of this world. 
Um, but there, it, but knowing that we are not of this world also gives us another perspective, not one of complacency, uh, but, but understanding how Jesus told us about the things that would be occurring during the end times. So honestly, um, you know, in understanding our power, we understand what the word says about all of those things. And therefore, we shouldn't be taken by surprise by all the different things that we see happening in the world today. Um, we should be concerned, of course, and be prayerful about those things. Uh, but um, as Carlton says, in understanding our position and our power we have, we have power in prayer. We have power in the armor that God has given us. And Amen. so because of all of those things, uh, we can be rest assured that, um, that God gives us peace, even in the midst of all the things that we see happening in the government. Uh, but we have to be an example, um, specifically to an unbelieving world, um, and specifically with each other as brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, people should not see us um, so divided, uh, but we should be united. Um, and that certainly also uh, shows an example of the uh, authority and the power that God has given each and every Amen. one of us. Well, we've done some great uh, exegesis and hermeneutics. When we get back, we're going to talk about what that means today in our current modern context. It's Theological Thursday here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We'll be right back. Are you worried about your underlying health conditions? Did you know that if you have varicose veins, your chances of getting blood clots are five times higher than normal? Varicose and spider veins are not only painful and embarrassing, they may also be a sign of more serious vein disease. Vein Clinics of America can help. For over 35 years, they've been the leading expert in the minimally invasive treatments of vein disease and can help restore the health and beauty of your legs drastically reducing your chances of clotting. Vein Clinics of America doctors are now seeing patients with varicose and spider veins who may be at risk for blood clots. You can now meet with a VCA doctor online for a teleconsult without ever leaving the comfort of your home. And to ensure safe distancing, VCA will also limit the number of patients in our clinics at any given time. Blood clots are a serious health risk. Call now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Medicare and most insurance are accepted. Call 800-761-5522. 800 5522. That's 800-761-5522. Hey, this is Norm with A-Action Home Services here. This October, when you let us replace your old and inefficient heating and cooling system, we'll give you a free iWave Ionic Air Cleaner, absolutely free. That's a $900 value at no additional cost to you. So call us today at 703-922-1900, and you too can say, problem solved. A-Action Home Services. Problem solved. WAVA-FM is heard on HD Radio at 105.1 FM HD1 or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. Leading the way with Michael Youssef. Weekday mornings at 11 on life-changing talk radio, WAVA. A lighthouse in an ocean storm. We're 105.1 FM bringing hope and faith to the nation in the nation's capital. 
trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the hope for a COVID vaccine on the rise, shifting political landscape and the election at an end, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Stop guessing. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Text MONEY to 411411 so you can protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Go to VantagePointSoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm Tony Penny, assistant producer, live in studio today. Dr. Anderson will be back tomorrow for Open Phone In Friday, so you don't want to miss that. It's Theological Thursday. We're talking about the theology of submission to the government, to governing authorities. We're talking with Pastor Sandy Pope of Bridgeway Community Church. 888-432-7434 is our number. Here's our question. What does it mean to you to submit to governing authorities? What does it mean to submit, and who are those governing authorities, and should you always submit in all cases? Is it ever biblical to rebel against the government? 888-432-7434 is our number. Pastor Sandy, in the last segment, you you brilliantly broke down uh, the context in which Paul wrote the book of Romans. He wrote to an audience of Christians living in Rome under uh, an emperor who was less than nice, shall we say, and how to do that uh, to to protect their own safety and to, to live a certain way as followers of Jesus Christ. Now let's fast forward a little bit. In the summer of 1933, it's the first summer that Hitler is in power in Germany, there was a uh, German pastor by the name of Joachim Hassenfelder, and he spoke in Berlin's most important church, which was the uh, Kaiser Wilhelm Church uh, in Berlin, and he spoke from Romans 13 to remind the worshipers there of the importance of obedience to those in authority. Now, just to set the stage a little bit, that church was covered in Nazi banners, Nazi flags. Um, the Nazi Party faithful were all throughout the pews, um, including men in brown shirts, uh, which were called stormtroopers back then. That was sort of the Nazi paramilitary movement. These people were sitting in the pews listening to this pastor preach from Romans 13 about how to submit to the the governing authorities. Now, to give it sort of an American context, it's been used, Romans 13 has been used a couple of times rather famously uh, throughout American history. The first was used by the British government to uh, put down the the revolution, the American Revolution, and, and the desire for the colonies to separate from the British Empire. The British government said, whoa, 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 Romans 13, 
Don't 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 forget about that. You 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 have to submit to us. They use it again in the 1840s, 1850s to defend the Fugitive Slave Act, the Fugitive Slave Law, that basically said if you find a, a runaway slave, you have to return them to their master. If you don't do it, whoa, 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 Romans 13, don't forget, you have to submit to the governing authorities. So it's very, very easy for governments especially to abuse this passage. We even, we've even we seen it recently, just over the past couple of years. Our very own Attorney General used that, that same passage of Scripture to uh, defend immigration and, and refugee asylum and, and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think that uh, people abuse the use of Romans 13, again, for their own purposes. Um, and, you know, obeying the government and standing up for um, for human rights um, is a right within our government, right? So um, we, we obey the government, but we have First Amendment rights to speak out um, freely against things that the government do does to possibly harm and hurt other people, um, to suppress the rights of other people. And I think that uh, Christians can peacefully be um, a part of those types of demonstrations uh, when we stand up for uh, racial inequality, when we stand up for any type of inequality. Um, I, I think that um, we, we definitely have a right to stand up for people who can't stand up for themselves and to speak out against atrocities that would be harmful to, to mankind. Um, you know, Jesus spoke out for, uh, for other people. I remember the, the, in, in scripture, the woman, the, the adulterous woman who was about to be stoned by all of those men. Um, Jesus spoke up for that woman, um, mm -hmm. you know, in, in a very interesting way, uh, but he defended her. Um, and so I, I think that we have to do the same for people um, who are taken advantage of, people are, who are in situations uh, where uh, they're being ostracized, dehumanized. Um, we have to stand up for the disenfranchised people who are living under poverty. Um, there, there are so many ways in which we can still take a stand, where we can still be submissive to the government, where we, we can even challenge the government. Um, and perhaps, Derek said we may even cross a line where, you know, Dr. King was even thrown in jail. Mm. Um, for demonstrating peacefully where, where people thought he even crossed the line for, for speaking up. Um, obeying the laws of the land does not mean turning an eye against injustice. Right. So, uh, and, and that, that leads me to another question then. So submission to the authorities doesn't necessarily mean blind obedience, right? Right. Exactly. Uh, you still have a conscience and you still have a larger governing authority, if you will, than those that have been established here in the land. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's interesting, you, you mentioned uh, Germany because um, during the Nuremberg trials, uh, when they asked all of the Nazi officers why they participated in all of the atrocities that were happening, their response was, be feel is be failed. I was just following all orders. And so that was one of the things, one of the defenses that they gave, that they were just following orders with all the atrocities that they were seeing. So, so God created us 
not as automatons, but to be thinking and feeling people, right? Mm -hmm. um, to, to really um, to stand up and to make those choices, um, to stand up for other people. Um, Jesus Christ came to earth as our advocate. I believe we as uh, believers in Jesus Christ um, can be advocates for others um, while still obeying the government, but still at the same time challenging the government on specific stances that they may take that may endanger other people or the rights of other people. And, in and these, so, yeah, and in these polarized times, these, these deeply divided times, uh, it's very easy to take a piece of scripture and use it for whatever you want to clobber somebody else over the head. When we get back, we're going to the phones at Ajoke in Maryland. I see you. We're going to be talking to you right here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. There's been a lot of rain here in the Maryland, Virginia area over the past two months, and there's more rain in the forecast. If you have issues in your home with basement moisture, mold and mildew, a crack in your wall, and water leaking into your home, I have a solution for you. My company, Best Buy Waterproofing, can fix your issue forever. We will give you a dry basement and get rid of the mold and mildew, moisture, and any issues related to water around the foundation of your home. Our work comes with a lifetime time guarantee and we are highly rated with the better business bureau also know during this unusual time my team is fully functional and able to serve you with the highest level of safety for you and your family many hundreds of families have been served by best buy waterproofing here in the maryland and virginia area let us help you too go to bestbuywaterproofing.com or call us directly 24 hours a day 844-980-3707 when asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition. Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com.
What a fantastic discussion we're having on this Theological Thursday here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm speaking with Pastor Sandy Pope from Bridgeway Community Church. We're talking about the theology of submission to the government, submitting to government authority. What does that mean exactly? And is it ever biblical to rebel against the government, to defy the government, to break the law even? 888-432-7434. Pastor Sandy, can we head to the phones real quick? Sure. All right. Adajoki is on the line from Maryland. They've been waiting for a little bit. Welcome to Real Talk. Hi, how are you? Doing great, thanks. Thank you. Um, I really thank God for this kind of form that you guys have put in place. You know, it will help many people. Um, I I just wanted to contribute a little bit to uh, the issue that we're talking about, uh, submission onto government, and, you know, I, I just want to, you know, I want us to know that we, you know, heaven is a place, heaven is a place of order, and no, no bell will enter into the kingdom of heaven. You know, every the authority that are that, that are put in place, God put them in place for a purpose. Even if it's the one, our, our, our church leaders, secular leaders, we must obey. We must obey. You know, we have to uh, make sure that we conduct ourselves, we govern ourselves according to the Word of God. If, if, if Jesus, for example, Jesus instructed his disciples to go to the fish's mouth and get money and use it to pay the taxes. Taxes. I mean, he could have just said, well, I'm the king of kings and the lord of lords. Therefore, I do not deserve to pay any taxes. I should be exempt. No. But Jesus showed example. Everything that Jesus did when he was here on earth. He came as an example to us. And even there's a portion in the Bible, I don't remember the, the, the verse, you know, per se, but it does tell us that we should humble ourselves and we should be submissive unto our, our, our leader. That You know, the Bible used the word slave, be uh, obedient to your masters, and, you know, this, you know, this is not, it, I mean, the, God is a God of order, mm -hmm. and heaven is a place of order. And like I said, no rebel will enter into the kingdom of heaven. For example, you know, there's a certain kind of, a certain race, or not, let, let me not say race, but there's a certain category of people, you know, that, okay, we see the things that have been going on on TV. They say uh, police brutality, this and that. Um, why does why why is it that the police don't go and get you know just get people randomly and start shooting them and killing them? Why why are we in the place where we're not supposed to be? That doing things that we're not supposed to be in the name of uh, freedom. Mm -hmm. You know, God is a God of freedom and God is a God of you know, he wants us to to obey authority. He right. put them in. He put them there. God put them there. So okay. that's that's just what I wanted to 
to contribute. Thank you so much for the call. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, Pastor Sandy, there, there's um, over the the summer, especially, we saw so much racial tension in our cities across the country, and you saw people filled with, quite frankly, righteous indignation at some of the things that were happening. Uh, to people like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and so many others, uh, yeah. they many of them marched peacefully. They yeah. protested peacefully. Others were not so peaceful. They were a little bit more violent. They were a little bit more destructive than than we would have liked for them to yeah. be. Um, yeah. So, so I think there is this. There's almost this thin line between submitting to authorities, but at the same time looking at those authorities and saying, "Wait a minute." I'm not going to submit to this. I'm not going to submit to you. Yeah. You know, uh, it's interesting. The, the lady that just called in, um, she, she used Jesus as an example of submission to um, authorities. But, you know, Jesus was arrested um, and, and was accused of being disorderly, mm -hmm. um, specifically by the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. So they, they really considered him to be a rebel rouser. Right. Um, someone who was making these uh, very false claims. And so ultimately, um, even though he was innocent and of course without sin, he was arrested and, um, and you know, he willingly laid his life down. He said in the garden, he could have called 10,000 angels, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but he, he came for, uh, for a, a specific purpose. Um, so, you know, we just getting back, I just wanted to kind of respond to, to uh, a little bit about what she had mentioned. Uh, but then, you know, fast forwarding to all of the things that has happened in recent history, uh, with Breonna Taylor, uh, with George Floyd, um, with all of the people who have been subject to police brutality, um, and then all of the fallout of that. Um, the, the peaceful protests, I think, were a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. I think the peaceful protests that we saw, even the ones where the police came um, alongside the protesters and locked arms with them, um, to, to build a divide was beautiful, but the line did get crossed when people started destroying other people's property and, and setting fires. And I, I, I understand that there is an anger that is there because uh, we, we have a police shooting and then things settle down and then something else happens where there's another one. Uh, but as believers in Jesus Christ, it does not give us the right to go in and then destroy someone else's property or to start fires or put someone else's life in danger. Uh, but we can take a peaceful stand and, and peacefully protest, even peacefully um, speak out with righteous indignation. Mm. Let me, let me uh, kind of take it back to Scripture for just a moment. If you go back to the book of Acts, uh, Peter was imprisoned. Yeah. And thanks to the fervent prayers of some other believers, uh, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in prison, broke his shackles, opened the cell, and led him out the main gate of the prison. Um, Paul, for example, was uh, being chased by a, a governor, hid in a wicker basket, and went down the, the wall. But they both still say, 
submit to authority. When we come back, we're going to talk about whether or not that makes them hypocrites. That's a big one for you. We'll be right back right after this. If you have an unpaid tax debt to the IRS that you can't pay, please hear this special notice. Specially approved IRS relief programs designed to aid delinquent taxpayers are now in effect that can significantly improve your financial situation. Depending on your circumstances, you may qualify to have your tax problem resolved in your favor and may even have your back taxes reduced by thousands or eliminated entirely. A relief hotline has been established by Community Tax for you to call and see if you qualify at 800 500 If you owe the IRS back taxes that you can't afford to pay, don't let the IRS trick you into thinking you have no way out. Our highly accredited tax professionals will let you know what you qualify for and how much you can save. We may be able to stop all liens, garnishments, levies, and save you thousands. Call and see if you qualify for this taxpayer relief at 800-500-5588. That's 800-500-5588. Community Tax. Who's your tax guy? Hello, I'm Everett Helmuth, owner and president of the Passport Automotive Group. During this unique time in our history, we at Passport Auto want you to know that we're considered an essential business and we're open to meet your automotive needs. As you manage taking care of your family during this current situation, we know that your vehicle may play a key role. If you're looking to purchase or service a vehicle, we want to assure you that we're doing everything we can to promote a safe and secure experience. We encourage you to utilize our at-home car buying resources like viewing our excellent website, having us send you a video walkthrough of the vehicle you're interested in, purchasing that vehicle online, or if you prefer, we'll bring the entire auto buying experience to the safety of your home or office. Passport sells and services new and certified pre-owned vehicles in the brands you love, BMW, Infinity, Toyota, Nissan, Mazda, and Mini Cooper. We have nine convenient locations in Virginia and Maryland. Visit us today at PassportAuto.com. We look forward to working with you and keeping you safe. We've all heard phrases like you can't teach an old dog new tricks or you can't change a zebra's stripes. But with humans, the truth is we get stuck not because we can't change, but because we don't want to change. Author Oren Woodward says you must be willing to give up what you are to become what you want to be. You see, Abraham was willing to leave his father's house to become the father of many. David was willing to move on from leading sheep to lead a nation. Peter was willing to give up fishing to become a fisher of men. And Paul was willing to let go of legalism to embrace God's grace. Romans 12 and 2 says, let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. An ancient proverb says this, do not be afraid of growing, but be afraid of standing still. When you stop growing, you start fading. So grow through whatever you got to go through and you will end up outlasting all your critics. This is Dr. Derek Greer. For more, go to gracechurchva.org. And as always, live big. Hello, friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Will you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to andersonspeaks.com and click on the Donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, 
email me at info at andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I tell you, this has got to be the fastest hour in radio. It has been such a great conversation with Pastor Sandy Pope on this Theological Thursday as we talk about the theology of submission to the government. Now, Pastor Sandy, before we went to the break, I talked about uh, uh, the Apostle Peter and Paul and how Peter was imprisoned, an angel of the Lord appeared, broke his shackles, led him out of the jail cell and out of the prison. Peter had even at one point even said, "We must not. We must obey God and not man." Uh, Paul, in a similar situation in Damascus, I believe, was uh, escaping arrest and hid in a wicker basket and was lowered down a wall. They both went on to write things that said, "Submit to the governing authorities." So, are they being hypocritical there? You know, no, they're, they're not being hypocritical. Um, they're doing the will of what Jesus told us to do in the Great Commission, to go throughout the world and to preach the gospel. And Jesus did not say to do that only in areas where there is a friendly government. Um, mm-hmm. He said to go throughout the world and to preach the gospel, right? And in Acts 1.8, he says that we would be his witnesses, uh, where uh, in the Greek that word witnesses means we will be his martyrs. Um, And one of the things that Jesus said in uh, John chapter 15 is that uh, if the world hated him, we should not be surprised that it will hate us also. So uh, there's another scripture that says that every anybody who wants to live a godly life in Jesus Christ is going to be persecuted um, by all kinds of governments. And so we have to make the decision um, when it comes time for us to pick up our cross and follow Jesus. Are we going to follow him no matter what? It might take us down a road that we never thought we went down before, but we still have to do the will of the Father. Amen. And you know, like you, I love the book of Romans as well. And I think one of the things that Romans shows us, uh, among so many other things, is that you can live in a democratic republic you can live in a totalitarian regime and if you are a follower of christ you can still live in victory and and you know the the fact of the matter is even though we still don't know who won the election somebody's going to win and somebody's going to lose somebody's going to be really happy and somebody's going to be really sad but we can still find peace in the fact that God is still sovereign, he is still on the throne, he is still in control, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So none of that at the end of the day is really going to matter. Pastor Sandy Pope, thank you so much for joining us today. Lord, thank you for this time. Thank you for Pastor Sandy Pope and her wisdom. Give us wisdom. Give us discernment and guidance. And most of all, Lord, give us your peace that surpasses all understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. Help your children.